So anybody that knows me knows how indecisive I am. So um, you could be like, oh, tell me what you want to eat. I'm extremely hungry. I'm starving. What do you want to eat? I don't know. I don't know what I want. I don't know what I want. Because that's just me. I don't know how to make decisions. But I just found the most amazing thing. It's called the infatuation. So it's an app that helps you find the right restaurant for any situation. It could be a nice place for a first date, somewhere to do your birthday, somewhere to celebrate, somewhere to like have a surprise for somebody, anything. So if you ever need to find a place to eat, but you don't want to read through like multiple reviews or just try somewhere new that you just might not like, just go to theinfatuation.com or download their free app for iOS and Android to search for thousands of restaurants in 22 major cities around the world like it's amazing in Atlanta here like a lot of restaurants I did not know existed I found them and the best part is you can let the infatuation do the work for you if you send a text to 64560 that 64560 a real person will respond to you and help you find a restaurant that is perfect for whatever situation you find yourself in well enjoy hi guys it's tommy on miss b speaks and it's mother's day uh, this is a special episode to me and a special episode to every woman out there because whether you are a mother yet or not, you're all, as a woman, being a woman is an amazing thing. We are not sure as we, we've started being mothers even before we started bearing children. And, um, I just want to, you know, let everyone that has been a mother and has lost a child, anyone that has lost um, their mothers, um, I pray that God will continue to comfort each and every one of you and um, you will find peace and be able to, you know, um, get through the trying time because I can imagine, I can only imagine how hard it will be on Mother's Day if you've lost a mom or if you've lost a child um, on this day. So I just wanted to say um, that my prayers and my thoughts are with each and every one of you. So um, before I go into this episode, um, last week I know I had um, brought out an episode that was supposed to be the finale of season two, but uh, I just want to just say thank you to everyone that listens to me because half the time I don't even, okay, I know I probably shouldn't say this, but I don't pay attention to a lot of stuff that I do in regards to the podcast because, you know, um, I know I just do this because I have a passion for it. I'm not like a professional with it. So um, I just, you know, kind of um, did the whole thing and ended one season and then I had like four different people reach out to me to let me know, well, season one had 11 episodes. You can't end season two with nine. So it's like I owe two episodes. So this is one I'm paying back with. So um, thank you guys. So uh, also I'm looking at doing a giveaway. So yes, I'm doing a giveaway and I look forward to, you know, putting a smile on someone's face soon. So Stay tuned, listen, and I will give the details shortly. 
Um, like I said earlier, it's a Mother's Day episode. It's a special episode, and today I have someone special here. Um, so let's see. This is a sponsored ad. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Like when I first thought about starting, I had a lot of questions. I had like questions like, where do I start from? How do I start? How do I record? Where do I like host on? And what equipment do I use? And all of that. Um, The answer to all of this is simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, distributing, and monetizing your podcast. It is 100% free and it's super easy to use. Um, The best part of it is you can record from anywhere, from any device, from your phone, from your computer, like anywhere. You don't need anything fancy to do this. So, um, if you want to start your own podcast, all you have to do is go to anchor.fm forward slash start. That's anchor.fm slash start to join me and all the other podcasters already using Anchor. And I can't wait to hear your podcast. Hi. So um, again, I have Tutu. She's my sister and she's here. Everybody knows I am terrible with introducing people. So she will do the honors of introducing herself, and we'll go from there. Okay, well, if you think you're terrible at introducing people, I'm not quite sure I'm the best person to introduce myself either. <laughs> Hi, everyone. My name is Tintu, Tintu Kukwala, um, and I am Tumi's sister. Well, legally speaking, Tommy's sister-in-law, but um, family speaking, there's such a thing. <laughs> I'm just Tommy's sister, really. Tommy's a lovely girl. And um, I am a professional. I don't know. I find it difficult to describe myself sometimes. A professional working in the field of HR management. I'm a businesswoman. I'm a wife and I'm a mother, biological mother, and um, just a mother to a few other people that I claim as my children. Yeah, especially my brother, self. Yeah, it's mother joy. Why does he claim me as your mother? Another question. Because I claim them as my children. Um, so, yeah, I think when you talk about titles, that's how I would describe myself. Um, and I, I love life. I love God. Mm-hmm. I like to enjoy life in whatever way um, is available at that time. And I reading, sleeping. I think I do a lot of that these days more than anything. But <laughs> never mind. <laughs> I won't bore you with the details. But yeah, thank you for joining us today. Yes, awesome. So um, today is a special Mother's Day episode, and um, to to your an amazing mom like i see i see all that you do for olivia and every single one of us children like you are always checking on everybody and it's sweet and i'm like who is one amazing mom that i can call on to do this with me and i'm like yes you so (laughs) (laughs) yes so uh yeah that's why we're here, and we're just gonna just have a motherhood chat, if I must okay. say. So, 
So, um, yeah, uh, uh, can we just talk about like your life before motherhood? Um, okay. Well, what would I say? I had a long think about what my life was before motherhood. I would say that it was quite different from what it is now. I don't think that it was better or it was worse. It was just yeah. different. Um, I had a slightly different focus um, uh, in life. I would say that before motherhood, I was more focused on the aspect of my life of being a professional working woman, mm-hmm. trying to climb the career ladder. Not that I've stopped doing that, but it was more a focus for me then. It was just you you had to think about at that point. Yeah, so, yeah, before I became a mother, it was just me. And then um, my husband as well, Kenny, but Kenny's not really in the, getting in the way of anything, to be honest. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that my focus before motherhood was more um, as a professional working woman and also serving in my church at the time. Yeah. And those are the things that took a lot of my time, serving in whatever capacity. Um, mostly with young people at that time. I think I did a lot of that. Um, yeah, I think that that's that was what I think. Uh, yeah, oh, saving outside cool. of my home, I did a lot of that before I became a mom. Okay, so would you say that you've made like some major changes as a mom or since you've become a mom? Yes, definitely. I'm still focused, still professed, still a professional person and a business person. Um, but I would say that I may have a, an interest in work-life balance now than I did before. Yeah. So, for example, I had a job at the time where I, I would travel between London and Manchester, for example. And I mean, for those that don't know, that's about two and a half hours oh, wow. for work sometimes that would require me to stay overnight in hotels mm. and then come back to London maybe a day or two later mm. to work uh, where, I, where I lived. So I think now, I don't think I would take on that kind of job ever again, to be <laughs> no honest. No way. <laughs> but it wasn't much of a problem then because I didn't, I didn't, I was married, but even as a single person, I did that. Um, but I didn't have a child. Mm. So it wasn't really an issue, that much of an issue for me. But at the moment, any work that requires travel over an hour is not really for me anymore. Yeah. So now I try to strike a balance to say, you know, how can I work smarter, for example, mm. instead of working harder. Mm-hmm. I'm more interested in working smarter now. Yeah. So I would rather work maybe few days fewer days a week but in a way that i can still kind of earn the same mm-hmm. um or more <laughs> um so that's <laughs> impossible uh yeah. so, so i look for those kind of opportunities now so striking a balance i think for me is more important now than trying to cl- um climb the career ladder i don't make those big moves anymore yeah that's not to say i'm not making moves i'm just making them differently yeah um, yeah, so I think the, the, with, with regards to my professional life, that's a 
that's a major change. Yeah. Um, people that have not seen me in a long time, they probably don't recognize me now, but never mind. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I was quite different professionally what I was doing. Yeah. But I just realized that like, there's a different way, which I'm grateful for. It's just mm-hmm. a different phase of life. It's not better and it's not worse, like I said. It's just different. Yeah, it's like motherhood molds you into a different person. Like, you grow beyond. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, it does. Definitely. I think we just have to be ready for that. I think the frustration will set in when we try to keep doing things the way we've been doing them before. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, that's going to be challenging. That's good. That's bound to be challenging, but just find a different way of doing things. Yeah, being able to adapt and be ready to change to whatever comes your way and understanding that it's not just you and your spouse that you're thinking about. There's a new person and really that person in the beginning cannot fend for themselves. You're pretty much doing everything for them. So they become your main focus. They control you. God, children. I'm sure your mom was saying the same. Um about that. Uh to say, Oh, you know, I remember I'm sure she has some stories if we ask her. Oh yeah. I'm sure her mom's has <laughs> some stories to tell. But I think it's just I think mother would brought out a different side of me in terms of my marriage. Yeah. Um, in terms of the partnership side of it, not that we're partners before, but I feel like since we've become parents, since I've become a mom, Ken and I are more like two partners. Mm. Um, in terms of how we, I know this is not about marriage, but it, I became a mother as a result of my marriage. It'll be difficult for me to talk about one and the other. Outside the other, yeah. But um, I think. It made us two partners. I saw a different side to Kenya as well. And I made, well, hopefully saw a different, good, I hope, side to me. <laughs> uh, uh, so it just made me think it, it, that I don't have to, I was quite an independent person. I mean, to a large extent, I still am. I just like to do my own thing. And if I want to do something, I just get some, I just get some with it and I do it. And if people are on board with me, that's fine. If they're not, that's fine as well. I find yeah. other people that would be. But being a mother has made me realize how important partnership is to me. And thankfully, Kenny is quite good with that. So I think um, it's made me a true partner, if I can say that, mm. in terms of how we share responsibility. So there's nothing that I can do for um my daughter, our daughter Olivia, that Kenny can't do. Well, apart from her, but that's that <laughs> You can't teach him. It's not too late. <laughs> oh, well, I, I won't put that on him. Because <laughs> if I can find a way out myself, I will. <laughs> but um, he can do everything for her that I can. Mm-hmm. And the same thing, I can do everything for her that he can as well. Mm-hmm. So it's not all, all on one person. Mm-hmm. I don't if we are going to be fair, sometimes, sometimes the women carry the lion's share. Mm-hmm. That's not to say that the other party is also not doing yeah. their own bit. It's just that they just do it differently. Mm. So I think that's a major change for me to be less independent, to look at who is around, um, who can help. 
and just realize that I don't have to do everything by myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no way to burn out than that. Sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. So what would you say well, is like the best thing about motherhood to you? Ah, uh, I don't want to sound like a pastor. Well, <laughs> uh, I think I'm a spiritual person and yeah. I would say that the best part of being a mother for me is that is it's changed my prayer life. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, I was saying to I say I say this as a joke to my friends that I think just because I'm Olivia's mother, I'm going to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, too seriously, I say, yeah, I think I'm go- I'm going to make it if I ever had any doubt because the amount of times I have to pray now that I'm a mother, <laughs> the amount of times that I have to pray. Um, so I think that's it for me is the best part. I feel like I'm more in tune with God mm-hmm. without sounding religious, not in a religious um, kind of way, but more in a there's that dependency. Yeah. I think I have to say, okay, God, what what am I going to do about this? And I find myself praying more for our future. Mm-hmm. So I think that that can only be a good thing. Yeah. Um, that can only be, and then I think being a mom, it makes me more aware of other children. Hmm. Not that I didn't notice them before, but now it's like children around me. I'm just putting, I just poke my nose in their business. <laughs> <laughs> like my 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 friends' children, you know, my my nephews, my niece. I just want to put my nose in everything. Like <laughs> I'm, I'm becoming a bit like a mother and really. <laughs> so I think that has come on but being a mom myself and mm. yeah I have more interest more, in, more interest more than I had before mm. in, in, in children in general mm. and that's nice that's a real great thing but would you say there are hard things about being a mom like what's like the hardest thing for you as a mom laundry <laughs> Oh my goodness! I've never washed so many clothes in my life. <laughs> why? 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 <laughs> I think. Well, I mean, I'm being serious here. Laundry. The amount of clothes you wash. Why have you told me about this? <laughs> because I mean, back in the day, they used to make our older ones wash it all. Like back in the day, where we play around too much in clothes your mom will be like go and wash your clothes yourself because daniel does the same thing like daniel wears like on weekends daniel can put on three outfits in one day (laughs) 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 yeah so yeah i know that oh god Mm -mm. i'm with you on that one laundry uh uh Wow, it's just so much of it. I, I can wear my own clothes like twice or something. But with yeah, kids, you can't do that. But with kids, you can't do that. You have to just wash it, wash and wash and wash. But I mean, I know some people think that's like the mundane, one of the mundane things of life. But well, it's my reality. Um, I don't think that I would say that something is being the hardest. I think for me, I, I had a slightly different journey to most in in motherhood with our daughter because of the health challenges that she has uh, when she was much younger. It's still mm-hmm. ongoing, but I think things are kind of settled. Yeah. So I think... Thank God. Um, getting to grip with... To grip with... Uh, 
appointments and trying to balance that with life as just a human being yeah. and also trying to understand our condition, trying to understand what can we do for her, where do we go, where to get help. Um, I think that I found that quite difficult. Mm. <clears throat> that was quite difficult for me too, but then I don't think that's going to be any different to, for anybody else really. Mm. Um, but it's, it was quite a challenge. It was a big one. Mm. Um, but I think now, I won't say that something is particularly hard. It's just a different life yeah. from the one that you had before. It's still life, but uh, it's just different. Yeah. It's different from what you had before. Yeah, but I won't describe it as hard, hard. as something that mm. is impossible. It's just, it's just a different set of challenge. Yeah. So, um, you know, yeah. like I said earlier, like, um, when we were growing up, like, if you wear too many clothes or if you just dirty your clothes too much, your mom would be like, okay, go grab a bucket. This is how to wash clothes. And they teach you how to wash right there and make you start washing so that way you know how things yeah. are. Yeah. Now, yeah. you know, it's different the way we raise our kids now. Like, especially now, me that I'm in the US, I can't call Daniel and say, oh, yeah, Daniel, carry bucket and start washing clothes. If Daniel says it in yeah. school, I might be, I might be called into like child services, like, hey, your child is saying this is what they're doing. Really? So, well, maybe not for laundry, but you know how back in the day we could get spanked and when we do bad things oh, and all of that. Now, you can't really do things like that. So, looking at how you were raised and how you're getting to raise Olivia right now, like, do you feel like it's easier or harder? And, like, okay, like I said, back in the day, I could be spanked. Now, it's it's frowned upon to spank your kids. Like, you can't do it in public. You know how you go in the store, you want to just pick something on the shelf. Your child, your mom yeah. can spank your hand. Man, I can't do that in the store oh, yeah. here. You know, things like that. So, uh, how do you see those changes? I mean, there are quite a few changes. Uh, with, you know, spanking, I don't know. My child is not at an age where she needs to be spanked. Well, spanking for me, it's not really something that I, I, I think I'm going to be different kind of, I think our generation where yeah. most of us are kind of slightly different to our parents, to our mm -hmm. parents. Now, just to put this warning out there before I start speaking, I don't want anybody to, I don't want to get any angry phone calls afterwards. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not saying that our parents did not do right. Okay, yeah. they were working within the remit of their own understanding, yeah, and also what was applicable during their time. Mm -hmm. Some of those things are still applicable, some of them not so much. I'm of a slightly different school of thoughts when it comes to disciplining children. I don't agree with spanking, mm -hmm. which is a bit of a surprise, it might be a bit of a surprise to some people. But in my adult life, I can't say that I've actually been properly spanked a child. <laughs> um, well, when I say spanking, I mean, sometimes I get shivers down my spine. You know, ah, koboku. <laughs> the time of spanking, I don't think that that's something that, I mean, I'm not saying it's completely wrong, but I just think yeah. that there are different ways. I know that sometimes when we're growing up, it was just done out of anger yeah, and frustration. Because sometimes, we, I mean, if you think 
on the fact that I'm an only girl growing up in my house of bro- with bro- my brothers. Somehow I didn't even know why I was being spanked. <laughs> <laughs> it was something that my brothers might have done or something. <laughs> I just knew that. I thought I got called in with them. And I'm like, what have I even done? <laughs> I'm to understand. Why am I even here? What, what is punishment that we are all enjoying in quotes? <laughs> what enjoyment. <is> <laughs> Asking those questions because I'm quite a vocal person. <laughs> I think more as a child that would even end me even more. More, again. yes. Mm. I, I I just don't agree with that. I think that um, th- there are different ways to discipline a child, and I think what's more, more more effective is if the child actually first know why. And even if I were to spank a child, maybe when my children are older, I might have a different view. It would be that um, it was something that will bring out once in a blue moon. Yeah, they know that and when they, they when the one. whip comes out, they they've messed up real bad. <laughs> That when it happens, that oh my goodness, okay, we've actually, we've actually, we've, we've pushed, we've pushed the boats too far out this time. But it would be something that would just be, hey, you've just put water on the ground on the floor. <laughs> 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 oh God. What did you do? You told me your pay, you told your notebook. Oh, oh yeah, God. another one. Oh, no, no, I don't think that's. I don't. I think. That kind of creates, I think that's done in anger. Mm. And then sometimes just creates some sort of fear Yeah. in the child where the child is just afraid. Have you been in a situation sometimes where you look at a child in anger and you're like, what have you done? And you see that they quickly want to defend themselves. Yeah. And shield themselves. That makes me sad. <laughs> I don't know, maybe I'm getting stopped in my old age. Oh. <laughs> and immediately shoot themselves. And I'm thinking, am I even be seeing you? <laughs> why are you, why are you, why are you guiding? Why are you guiding? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, so I think, I think, there's going to be there's bound to be differences in terms of how discipline is is, is being done. Um, and I think for me, growing up as well, it, I grew up in a do as you are told family. Mm. So basically, I do, I don't think I had much input into anything to be honest. <laughs> so it was just yeah, this is what you're supposed to do. You do it. You mm. ask questions. You just do it. But for me, that's not going to be. That's not really how I roll now as an adult because I want to hear, I want to hear what the child has to say. I think there are some things that I did when we were growing up because I just did as I was told. Mm -hmm. I I didn't enjoy it. I didn't enjoy it. Not to say that it's completely wrong. Sometimes it makes sense Mm. to do that. But sometimes it's not... It's not necessarily how I would. I think that's going to be a major difference in terms of my family, my own family. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's a focus on academic uh, excellence as well. Yeah. I think that's going 70. I'm not even scratching the surface sometimes. When you're <laughs> feeling like, ah, I'm going 70. We'll try, go, I'll try. <laughs> And I'm looking at you like seventy. Your mates that scored hundred, they have two what heads. About, what about the person that scored ninety nine point nine? I have like, my own now. Seventy is not good enough. Do you understand? Yeah. And there's that focus on that academics, on the academics, 
But I think for me, I'm, I want to see what my children can do outside of school. Mm-hmm. Because we've seen now that there's some people that I went to school with that we would categorize as the unserious ones, so to say. Yeah. In quotes. <laughs> and they didn't really well. Mm. So it might just be that, you know, that environment is not really their... Strong point uh, they're not they're excelling in. Not yeah. strong point. But why should we discount everything else? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Just because... Uh, why should we discount? We should. I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with... I mean, I did wear that... Well, for the most part, academically. Hey, hey, don't come and be one of those parents that say, I came first. I'm not going to do that to you. I mean, these days you can check records. I know, right? I will say, oh, I was always first in my class. Who was that? No, no. I think I did well for the most part. Sometimes that it wasn't too great. Yeah, I mean, I own my stuff. I'm not one to. Um, but I think that that focus of on other things wasn't really there. What else was that? Most of the things I find that I like doing now, and I'm good at, I found out as an adult. Mm-hmm. And it always makes me wonder, what would have happened if I knew I could do this as a child? Mm. You know? Yeah. Would I have been, maybe I would have been a more rounded person. Or maybe not, actually. But... Who knows? Yeah, I guess you never Probably. really know, especially yeah, since it's like, yeah. that's not how you started. But yeah, um, yeah. with how things are, especially with the new generation, how we're exposed to more, I'll say it now, a lot of people are doing progressive parenting and all and things like that. Like children now have access to a lot of things that we didn't have access to in our own time. So Yes. Personally, for me, I feel like it makes parenting easy or well, easier. And like it just helps you. But like, what are, I know Olivia is not yet at that age, but like just thinking about it generally, what are some things that you feel like in this world where everything is progressive? How do you, what would be like the, the slow down button or how do I, I don't know how to, if I'm saying this right, like, what will be the thing that draws the line where you can... Because you know how people, they just feel like, oh, well, because everything you can learn on YouTube, but then there's also, like, a thin line between good and bad with the information that everybody is exposed to. So, um, as a mom, what would you say would be, like, the line? Or what would be, like, a method that you use to, like, draw the line? Like, for me, for one, let me use myself as an example, because... A lot of people don't agree with my method of doing things, but it has worked for me so far. Daniel is about to be eight, and it has worked perfectly. I'm one of those that I know that my child will be introduced to these things outside, one way or another. It might be one kid, it might be this. So I personally, I'm one that will let Daniel know. Like, the moment I find out that there's something, once I see something on the news, because I follow all these parent blogs and all of that, once I see something in the news that is something that is popular, I call Daniel. I'm like, hey, I heard of this, this, this. This what is bad. So I introduce it to you, let you know that it's wrong before you get introduced to it outside. So okay. a lot of people think it's wrong for me to be the one to actually introduce it to my child. But like it has worked for me. Like it just helps. To know that, okay, at least he learned it in a controlled environment. 
you know yeah so but like with situations like that how would you say that you would handle like drawing the line and helping your child understand right from wrong you know i think a lot of the things i thought was right or wrong about the life <laughs> as far as time goes on that actually there's some things in life that are not white or black yeah that shades of gray <laughs> Now, if my daughter wants to find out, my children want to find out about something, whether I'm the kind of parent to say, oh, I've heard about this, but I'll, I'll be more like, what do you think? Yeah. I want to hear what they're, where they're heading first mm. before I jump in to say is... Is right or wrong. Yeah, get their opinion first. Sometimes, sometimes, we might not necessarily... We might not see things from their own perspective. I want to first find out what's your understanding mm. of this first. And then we will then say, okay, this is, and then I'll let them know these are my views. It's like when people, this is going to be sound a little bit controversial to me. <laughs> yeah. I'm a Christian and I'm quite proud of it. Now, when, um, People ask questions like, what would you do if your child was to bring, if your daughter was to bring a woman home say, and say she's a lesbian or something, what would you do? I always find those questions quite interesting because I say things like, I would hope that by the time my child is old enough to make that decision, they already know no. what my views are. Mm -hmm. So... It's not going to be a matter of no child is going to shock me into high blood pressure. <laughs> <laughs> you already know. But then you do understand that sure. in a situation like that, your views cannot control their desires. Like, yeah. <laughs> so they already know what my views are on the matter. Me. Um, that's not even going to happen to me. Do you understand? Because they already know that, okay, my mom is a Christian and these are her views on things. But they also know that my mom, my, I would also hope that they know that they will say something along the lines of my mom is a, it's not an unreasonable human being. Yeah. And well, based off okay. of how you see it and based off of you being a Christian, I believe that you would have um, let them understand your values and how you yes. yeah so that really wouldn't be a problem in the first place yeah so i see where you're coming from with so that they already know what my values are they know what my views are um on 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 different things yeah and i would hope and i can only hope and pray that when they're making decisions because most of the decisions that our children are going to make we're not going to be there mm -hmm. to say oh do it this way or do it that way go with a or go with b yeah. We won't be there. Some decisions that we've made, so we probably haven't consulted our mothers on if we have one. Yeah. Well, if your mom is okay. listening, she's going to know that you made a lot of decisions without her. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hello, mom. Love you. Yeah. So, <laughs> a lot of decisions I've made, I haven't consulted my mom. Yeah. Because I already know what I've used on, on those things. Yeah. Okay. And mm -hmm. my mom is a typical African mom in all his glory. <laughs> so whatever, I like to fill in the gap. <laughs> she doesn't listen. 
pulls up things, he's like, ah, no, I can't say that. We don't do it that way. <laughs> but, you know, honestly, I already know. But then, sometimes I think I would I would still go ahead and think, okay, what do I think is best? On the, My mom's views are based on our own experience mm-hmm. of those things and our experience of life and also the environment that she grew up in and the people that she deals with. Yeah. And I'm making these decisions in a completely different environment. Mm-hmm. I have a, some of my experiences are completely different from my mom's and my, my, my mom's generations and my aunts and all the women that helped raise me. I just have to go along with what I think is best at that time. So same with my children. They would know what my views are on things. I'm not going to be the kind of mom to... I mean, my daughter is still quite young. We're not having deep conversations now beyond <laughs> snacks and what seats and what flavor of cheese puffs. But <laughs> as she grows older, she would know my view on things and my children would and children around me hopefully would as well. Yeah. But I would like to think that they will not completely discount my mm-hmm. what my views are on the matter. But yeah. they will balance it with what they know. And hopefully God would, you know, help them to make the right decision. Even when they make mistakes, it won't be so drastic. Yeah. That we can't it's not something that cannot be undone. No, but sometimes even the children making mistakes, the children make mistakes, it's part of life. Hmm? We cannot complain as much as I want to be mother hen. Hmm. <laughs> There are some things that I can't completely shield them from. They're going to make mm-hmm. mistakes. But I would hope that even when they do, they can still come to me and say, look, this, this is has not come anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and God will help me that I will not be so judgmental. Hey, you, did hey. you did what? Hey. You did what? These children. I think for our generation, some of the reasons why we have not been able to go to our parents when we made mistakes is because of that fear of judgment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course, you know that I'm not happy, but then what can we do? Mm-hmm. How do we get past to, this? Yeah, how do we get past it? And then at the end of the day, even if I go and call all my friends and say, can you believe what this child did? Hmm. <laughs> just gist Yes, true. <laughs> I guess it's just knowing a way to um, separate yeah. your emotions from the problem. Yeah. So that way you're not, you're more practical than emotional when you're trying to help your, um, your children through different situations like that. But sometimes emotions are not wrong either. I used to be, I think I used to be a very practical person. Yeah. Sometimes to the point of, I, I was sometimes, sometimes, I, some people might, I don't know, some people might view me sometimes as some sort of serial killer. I can just say, right, this has happened. What do we do next? I want to say, oh, I'm sorry. I'm like, no, no, look, look, let's put that to the side. <laughs> what, do we, what do we do? But I'm learning now that. As part of this whole journey of being a mom, of being an auntie, that sometimes those emotions, God has given them to us for a reason. Yeah. It's not wrong to acknowledge that emotional part of mm. us. Sometimes our children need us to be, sometimes I wish my mom was emotional with some things that uh, maybe happened or some situation and she just, I know she's got those emotions there, but now they're coming out in her old age. She's not yeah. as appreciated as... <laughs> <laughs> they not come out. 
Yes, because sometimes um, I look at our parents. I'm like, what's all this? this yeah. <laughs> but I wish it was that way when I was younger. But those emotions are not wrong. Sometimes we should just allow ourselves to feel everything, really. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes they need us to be emotional. Let's just be emotional. Child is upset. Oh, just go through the emotion. Even though behind their back, you're rolling your eyes like, oh, gosh, do we have to do this again? <laughs> Shall go with the flow and just like, oh, you're really upset, auntie. Come, let's have a cuddle. Yeah, because now Daniel is at the stage where he feels like he can do magic and then he will do some things and then I'm just sitting there like, oh god do i have to fake it one more time and then he'll come and then he'll be like oh mom i want to tell you a joke um do you know why this happened and then he's waiting for me to laugh and then he's like get it and then i do this fake laugh because oh that's so funny (laughs) (laughs) but you know the beauty of it because if he feels comfortable that he can discuss those things with you then when the big things happen yeah Mm-hmm. We'll be able to as well, but yeah. I think our generation, and I do. I'm not by any means saying I'm speaking on behalf of everybody in my generation. I just, I can only speak from my own experiences. Yeah, we, we, our parents want us to tell them the big things. Yep, but. You have to build up to the big things. <laughs> Sometimes can they even handle the big drop. things? <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing. But because I don't know how you are going to be with the small things. Mm-hmm. So, how can I trust you? So, there's that trust there. Yeah. That needs to be there. So that, okay, I can trust you with the big things. But you just want me to come and tell you the big things. <laughs> but you can't even deal with the small ones, yeah. you know? So, I think that's something for us to be aware of. Mm-hmm. And I, and, and like with my, my friends' kids and the, Sometimes I see that they want to come and speak to me about things. And I'm like, oh, really? And I'm just there. So sometimes half them, I'm like, oh, God, please. <laughs> let's speed this up. <laughs> sometimes I feel like, oh, it's such a privilege that they're, they're, just, like, they're just choosing to come and speak to me about yeah, it. I yeah. feel like the best. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if that's got anything to do with the ice cream bribe I give them at all. <laughs> but, but they want to tell me that this is so special. Mm. And maybe eventually I might call the mom to the side and say, Look, what's going on with this? Yeah. You know, this mm-hmm. is for your daughter. Hey, let's keep an eye on that. But I think that's something that we learn we have to learn. Mm-hmm. And not to overreact at everything, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then I would say that we're humans as well. Sometimes we get it right, sometimes we don't. So everybody yeah. will just do what they think is best. There's no playbook to it. You just no, have to no. go with the flow and hope that you're doing the best thing and making the best choices. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, I agree. Mm-hmm. But yeah, thank you so much. Um, I know it's not Mother's Day in the UK, but it was, uh, it was Mother's Day for us in the US here. So That's okay, we'll take it. <laughs> yeah, so happy American Mother's Day. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah so but yeah thank you so much this was great i really enjoyed talking to you it was fun and you know yeah so um we hope that you would love to join me again for another episode and uh yeah have a lovely week ahead and my love to olivia Thank you. Before you go, can I just say, I know I talk a lot, but yeah, just bear with me. Uh, I just want to say thank you.
thank you for inviting me. You know, mm-hmm. it's an honor to to join you. No, right, um, next time today. you will pay before you join. Next time. Yeah, God will provide. Just let me know how much. <laughs> no, me, I'm not. Just tell me how much. <laughs> But I just want to say well done as well to you on on you. On, on the different series that that you're doing on your on your podcast. I think it's really good. I enjoy listening to them. Thank you. Um, and I think you're doing really well. I think this is far reaching for a lot of people, and you'd be surprised at how far this is going to go. Thank you know, um, maybe people might not listen to it now; they might listen to it later on. But it's definitely there's something for everyone to learn. Yeah. From different age groups, you know. Thanks. And I, I always remember your your final <laughs> words. <laughs> Don't say well, it. Like, okay, okay, fine. I will say. That's it. my line to say. So she's trying to say <laughs> my line. <laughs> it cracks me up all the time. I mean, I've heard this many times. I still laugh. But I think, yeah, it's really good. Well done to you. And, and I hope that you continue to Thank make you. progress and everything will continue to go well. Thank you continue you. to advance whatever you choose to do, whatever you, you lay your hands on. Amen. Thank, Thank you. you. So, yeah, what she was going to say that I'm about to say now. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to me. And <laughs> till next time, be loyal to the version of me that you know. And do not judge me by my podcast. <laughs> Have a good one, guys. <laughs> <laughs>